Welcome to Probing Deeper for July 2020, where we're probing a few knuckles deeper into a fellow History Channel show, The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. Dressing. Ranch. Dressing. Yes. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I, uh, I sing... Uh, the theme song to Thrashin', the skate movie. Uh, but I, because I think we did it on some episode, but I go, gonna go ranching, ranching, instead of thrashing. Uh, yeah, do you want to kill the accidents? That's the intro? Yeah. It's always pretty short. This is anal. Well, because usually I just fuck out the intro and keep talking, so. Okay. Um... But yeah, so All right. yeah, this is our this is our easy episode uh, of ufology, easy ups. paranormal, ancient aliens, aliens, and stuff. some kind of shit out there. Okay, pieces of fucks. What a what a delightful surprise this was because I I know I think our own patrons or and or fans have said, hey, do that Skinwalker Ranch show Travis Taylor's on, but I've like gone. Okay, cool. And then months go by, and I forget. Yeah, never. Yeah. And we watch the show. We start watching the show, and it's like, oh fuck, Travis Taylor's I like the watch star. All show now. I do too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Episode over. All right. Here we go. <laughs> back on it. All right. We're back. Uh, we three just hours marathon. late. Yeah, we just marathon six more episodes of the yeah, show. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm Mary thonged. <laughs> it's a nice white bridal yeah. uh, thong I like to wear yeah, just yeah. for me because you know one day I'll be able to wear it for real. I immediately thought of like a deviant art. Uh, anime chibi Santa, sexy Santa Claus in a thong, like a merry yeah. thong. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was like, <laughs> he was uh, blowing that German kiss. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's where you fart with your butt cheeks, which is normal. So I was going to say, yes. you kiss with your asshole. It's a German kiss. Yes. <laughs> oh, she gave me a nice German kiss. Just hopes that I kiss you on the dick. She let me kiss her Austrian lips. <laughs> <laughs> they were down under. Yeah. <laughs> I threw another <laughs> shrimp in her body. <laughs> um, it's my small penis. Yes. Uh, yeah, we uh, we decided to do this last minute, as usual. Um, we were going to do the, what is it, Corey Chase? Uh, Unholy Humans. Super, superhuman <laughs> that just dropped today, but it was not worth the, uh, as usual on VOD, a lot of movies are, 20, are, are purchase only. You can't rent 20. them. So... We don't really want to spend twenty bucks on right, right, right. something that we didn't really know like what it was going to be like. Dollars, uh, which we were going to do that because out of nowhere, uh, probably within five minutes of each other, Steve and I both saw an Instagram story pop up from the Alien Con account. Right, and I was like, "Oh, weird! The Alien Con has a, you know content coming out that actually posted a couple things yeah. that I missed, but uh, they were promoting that." <laughs> Whew, that was a, from the up. depths one. Little food that was a, a 1960s sound effect. It was yeah. so, so deep. <laughs> <laughs> Not just the 70s. Um, but uh, but then, yeah, we saw it was purchase only. It was like, yeah, eh, we'll save yeah, that yeah. for a few weeks when it's You know, we rentable. can't quite do those things out here on the West Coast. Right. We uh, only rent. <laughs> we do not buy videos on demand. We just have 
so much relaxing beach time yes. that we can just wait out the purchase price until it's three ninety nine or perhaps even two. Here in between Huntington Beach and Westminster, right? So it's like <laughs> on local the, <laughs> on, on the intersections of yeah. by the shopping centuries of <laughs> Bella Terra, which is <laughs> the beautiful land. It is. Yeah. <laughs> so we got uh, West Coast smugness. We've got yep. uh, seventy sound effects. Yep. We've got uh, hints at location. Yes, I can't remember what the others were. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, oh, oh, talking up. about naked nude activities of some kind. Yeah, which we might have well, already done. Maybe with that the, was the, with the German kisses, the thongs, and the German kisses, and yeah, <laughs> butt cheeks and butt holes. Yeah. we watched this episode naked. Um. But uh, yeah, they do uh, go down in some holes in this. They do. Uh, Worry about digging. Yeah. Uh, Before we get directly into the subject, because that's not that's not what we do here. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's a Wednesday night, uh, Mittwoch, as the Germans call it, off Deutsch. Um, And uh, because Thursday is Thursday, Wednesday is Odin's day. Exactly. Um, But uh, Mr. Wednesday. Yeah, because Voch is well, Voch is weak. Um, But uh, I think his name is uh, Wotan, or something like that, which there's some root for week, like Volka, or something like that, which uh, means like the span of, well, I don't know, whatever. In yeah. American Gods, he's, it goes as Mr. Wednesday. Because mm-hmm. Wednesday's his day. Exactly. Thursday. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a Wednesday night. Uh, not too hot out here. It's kind of stuffy in this house in general. Yeah, it's but not terrible right now, not. though. You guys it's keep... not hot. Not hot. <laughs> Uh, you guys we didn't open. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, today's the first day. Well, yesterday was too, but like first, first day in a while, we probably had the opportunity to disc golf in a couple of weeks and didn't do it. Uh, yeah, it would it, well, it would have been tight to do it all. We would because have, we would have had to stop here, unload, put the beer away, drive, dri- yeah. separate cars, drive back towards my house. Yeah, whatever. Which it it sucks because. I wish we liked the Huntington course because it's it's close too. We could just go back and do if that McFadden again. Fadden was open, you know. Maybe <laughs> maybe we should do that as, and we can even review it for content too. Yeah. yeah. But like our our triumphant return right to the Huntington With $2 course. Two dollars in our pocket. Yes. Because what was the? I can't. So it was one dollar parking across the street at yeah, the, yeah, sports the sports center. center, and then I can't remember what the donation was. It I wasn't think it was, five. No, right? it was a two dollar minimum. I think I, you're right. It was two dollar minimum two, do- right. donation, or you just had to buy something from the shack. Well, I think that was our justification, right? Because there was one time we bought something, mm-hmm. and then the dickhead it was the shade oh, yeah. the assholes. Like you're right. Oh, you're buying drinks and a disc. Yep. Okay. Here's this plus uh, and the donation yeah. for the. We'll throw plane all the two dollars here, and it's like. Oh my yeah. Dude. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So. I'll just hop on to the back nine. Right. And right. loop and then around. Play through. Yeah. And I'll use the. Fu- I'll go to Staples and buy every <laughs> fucking color ticket, <laughs> right. so I don't have to give you dipshits money, so I can show you my whatever color you yeah. want today. Because they just use those super basic raffle tickets that every right. which I PTA totally forgot bought. about. Because in the yeah. in, our, in our bags we used to have piles of those. Because mm-hmm. as much as we hated pain, yep. there are times it's like we're getting stared down. Yeah. Yeah. And we just can't get around it, so yeah. we have to. Got to show it. Go in, go in and pay. Yeah. So, um, but uh, that might—I don't know—might be fun. It's like it, there well, is a there's a sense of nostalgia for that course because that's where we really like started. Yeah, you know, and obsessively going. Yeah, just like that dumb meme where it's like this garage, that garage, this dumb broke down barn, and then whatever. It's like where where everything got started, like Apple. Disney, oh yes, this, yeah, that, yeah. You know, it's like yeah. <laughs> this shit fucking course. Right. 
Uh, yeah, me chasing a $20 bill on a fishing line yeah, from exactly. some white middle-aged 58-year-old right, right, right. guy. Uh, some guy who replaces windshields rubbing his uh, burnt-out cigarette in 1-800-GLASS-FIX. Yeah. And then when I had a my uh, windshield in my truck, I kept yeah. getting notes from him saying he would replace yes, it. Yes, that's right. And, and, then, and then we saw one of the most insane auto mods oh, yeah. ever with the guy that looked like... Um, Fuck! What is the actor's <laughs> name? He's he's he was plays Shmi he, he plays in Shmi Hook. in the movie Hook. He plays uh, oh, the detective Roger in Roger Rabbit. Rabbit. Yeah, uh, Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. Yeah. Uh, there was a and man we've caught him digging uh, cans and uh, bottles oh, yeah. out of yes. the tr- trash cans. Yes, he was can trenching. Yeah. Um, but he had a an old like a Ford whatever those E line vans were like those Econo vans or something, um, and. Uh, not the current Sprinter style, but back when they were kind of more symmetrical, you know. Yeah, it was um, some shit old truck van, <laughs> and, and it and he had he had cut it in half and extended it like well, welded. I think he stripped the back end of it, yes. so you can like you take you can take a bed off a truck, mm-hmm. and it's just frame and wheels, right? So he did that with this van somehow, yes, and then made like a metal barn, yes, like what looked like a tiny barn on the back that like yes. probably scraped and was like lower than a yeah. Lamborghini because it was just like all <laughs> offset, and yeah. if he went over any speed bump, it yeah. was like sparking. But I I remember we looked at it once, and I was like, this fucker cut the frame on this fucking van. I even yeah. talked to my dad at the time, and he was like, oh yeah, guys used to do that all the time, right? To extend, I'm like. How is that less money or work than getting a? F- I don't know. It's it's insane to it's me. Whatever. But yeah. It's almost like instead of just like taking an old TV to a Home Depot parking lot for e-waste, it's like you spend an hour cutting it with power tools and hammering it down just to throw it away in your trash. Yeah. To bend a a, a, a whole flat screen TV down in the trash, and right. like we'll come and pick it up. Right. Instead of touching the TV for like five seconds to throw it in a car, and the TV was like I don't know a thirty-six inch like very thin small TV. Yeah. Um, but oh, uh, he is paying attention. Yeah, I could tell he's chomping and it, it on probably weighed. It probably weighed no more than seven pounds maximum. But then, but then they decided no, that's <laughs> bullshit. And then, but then they decided to spend an hour cutting this thing and smashing it. How up long did it, it take down. you to get that thing in half, Matt? Oh, you threw the whole thing in. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> uh, no one report us, but we threw away e waste on the regular right. trash, which is technically illegal. But, yeah. um, but uh, it's some weird hill that uh, Steve's roommate Matt is dying on. That it somehow was less work to do this <laughs> than take it to a Home Depot or Lowe's parking lot, where like once a week they have an e waste thing that they literally go, "Oh, sure, we'll take it." Sign this thing that says you don't own it anymore, and then see you later. That's a half an hour's worth of work, right? That he involved could, public. He could be getting to go food in yeah. that time, okay? Yeah, we could. We did have Fuji Burger finally. We did. It was pre seven o'clock when we ate. Yes, because somebody thankfully remembered their schedule. Yes, there we go. <laughs> uh, we did pick up our Modern Times bi weekly order. Yes. Uh, we uh, stopped off at Anaheim, which is almost complete. Our buddy and friend of the podcast, Thrillin McGillen, uh, said that he, uh, he did he see it or saw a post. Um, no, because oh, it was funny because you were today, like, huh? yeah, yeah, like talked about recording. I was like, yeah. well, I think he actually went early. Mm-hmm. So he when he was there, there was a bunch of city inspectors. Right. And then when we were, then when Joey and myself were there at the very end of the day, uh, a lot oh. of the cast and crew were drinking, which That's, makes me think. You're probably, they're, they're like, probably celebrating, Exactly. Right? Yeah, celebrating yeah. the day is done yes. and the inspectors this have This place come. is finally fucking ready to open. Exactly. You know, yeah. 
And to um, your point, like 80% of it's outdoor, so yes. it should be rocking. Yeah. Maybe, it, I mean, maybe it'll be like reservations to go in. Yeah, exactly. You know? And and hopefully yeah. we get a priority in that slot. They'll make sure it's like X number of people in the little couch area, X number of people here. Like right. The, so basically. You can come in for three hours. Right. Like maybe they'll do it Those private party chunks. things or whatever too. Right, where it's like, okay, like for four hours, yeah. you're in group A. Right. And that's 11 to 3, yeah. and then we'll clean, and then from exactly, 4 to yeah. 8, there's group 2. Yeah. I don't even remember what I said, 1 or 2 whatever. or 8 or yeah. whatever. Uh, and then, you know, those slots just fill up. Yeah. And again, you guys are patrons, so you probably know what we're talking about, but Modern Times Anaheim Brewery location has been in, in the works for almost in the three works years. for three fucking years. And it is, I believe, well... I don't actually know if it's their biggest location because you could just talk about sheer warehouse size. That Portland location it's, was it's, massive. Let's say it's their um, like most grandiose like endeavor. Exactly, yes. And it's their most usable space by the customer. Exactly. Um, so this whole thing is it's in this older kind of warehouse, converted warehouse building in Anaheim, but they and, also and ha- but yeah, like a lot. Actual house. They like bought a whole corner lot that has like a full house. It was probably an old ranch house that had little farm things right, on there right, back right. in the day in the early days of Anaheim, uh, KKK, uh, uh, neo Nazis, right, whatever. Right, right. Um, but uh, sorry, that, that's in reference that Orange County at one point yes. was <laughs> yeah. was founded by ex Confederates and had the largest KKK population right. in the entire United mm-hmm. States. Uh, yeah, especially as Los Angeles is getting overpopulated and things like that too. Yeah, um, I mean it was just open land. Exactly. So. Open bar. Um, you know, they wanted a less accepting area to call their own. Right. <laughs> uh, but they are, yeah, they're finally finishing it up. We fucking, so they have the system right now um, for only league and theory members. Uh, they closed it down for, like, public people to pick up there because they'll send, you know, they'll send a basic it's email out yeah. you have to, park to everyone. The thing. There's not a lot of space to pick up, so they right. just said, hey, league members only, right. you guys can pick up. They don't want a big so line around there. the building with a bunch yeah. of people, whatever, so... They have these parking lot, uh, parking spaces set aside, reserved, like seven of them. And you can see the main kind of, like, it looks like a third of it is brewery and two-thirds is, like, courtyard with all fucking crazy seating space. They have these fucking um, storage container tank, tanker container things yeah, yeah. converted into little rooms with tables and shit like, like that. like Starbucks out there. And then they have what I didn't even know they were going to have. They got fucking patio covers with misters, mist and water it down. Makes sense. It gets hot. Fucking in, in Anaheim, yes. It's during the summer. It's like probably in the high eighties to nineties yeah. most every day. Because Anaheim um, butts up to Anaheim Hills and the lower yeah, foothills as you get east a little bit, and more it's inland warm. from the beach. Yeah. So it's probably like twenty miles inland. So yeah. by that point, you start getting warm. Yes. They do have a pool. Yes. Which was a whole ordeal for that to get done. Yeah, so zoning. that'll be interesting. Obviously, with COVID, it's we can't quite jump in there yet. Right. But uh, I will be looking forward to that for future yeah. pool party action. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, their most consumer, their largest consumer experience yes. project to date. And they named say. this. They have they have specific names for all their breweries, and this one is called Leisure Town. Right. And they're really living up to uh, yeah, that just name. That chillax vibe, right, my friends? Because I mean, there was like. I remember their initial concept art and like the initial news story where they were like, "We're building in Anaheim." Their plan was to have it be a 500 capacity uh, seat brewery. So like, to like within the fire code, you could have 500 fucking people in there, which yeah. is a lot. Massive. So, because I would uh, say like 
how many people would you say like the Dankness Dojo, which is might be their oh. smallest location? I I never went to the Oakland one, but yeah. um, I think uh, Dojo's like if it was packed, eighty people. I I would think if it was packed, like standing room only, maybe a hundred people probably. Well, I right? think I I'm feeling I'm just trying to imagine the signs in my head, and they're not over a hundred. Like oh, the fire right. zones, where you're it's right. Like, yeah, yeah, seventy five yeah, yeah. k or k <laughs> seventy five people. Right. Because um, the Dankness Dojo so in L A is like just basically a hallway. Yeah, that's that just in. like a straight bar yeah pick up shit straight have bar some, have some food that was We're like never late to the straight location. bar exactly yes. uh, uh but anyways so but yeah stoked on that should it, be we're hoping that uh they told us that the league the leaguers here that we would be getting invites to specific time slots for pre-opening like parties part, yeah. soft opening parties yeah. but with covid <laughs> we'll see how that yeah goes down. well that was only a few weeks ago they said that yeah, I mean, I think they're – well, th- before COVID, they were like, oh, full-on yeah, yeah. parties. Now it's like time slot things. So, again – Because even we'll if there it. was like – let's say let's say, out of the 1,700 league members there are, uh, let's say, I don't know, four or 500. That's probably on the big side for Anaheim, people being local to Orange County. Like, you could pretty easily spread out a party with social distancing rules and all that stuff if everyone's well, at tables and whatever. If you know. they did it – Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah, and in two time slots. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but because uh, that's still kind of a normal day of work for yeah, if they the did, employees too. That'd probably be like fifty people a yeah. time slot over three days. Yeah, which uh, with that space, that would seem like it was like a ghost town almost if you were spread yeah. out. I just feel like a lot of people from San Diego and LA will go just to go, probably just to see the unveiling. Yeah, right. Because so. again, for li- for a minute, I I think you did too. We basically had visited every modern times location. So mm-hmm. now the only one oh, yeah. I haven't was I haven't visited three. So I haven't I'm, visited Encinitas, I haven't been to Santa Barbara, okay. and I haven't been to Oakland. Right. So I haven't been to Encinitas and or no, I haven't been to Santa, Santa Barbara. Because you've it. been to the Encinitas one, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Which that one's more like a Polynesian vibe. Well, it's like a tennis club. They say it, it's, oh, it's you're just right. whatever. Santa Barbara's more the Polynesian. Yeah, exactly. Vibe. That's yeah, the yeah. garden kind of right. deal. Because yeah, what's Encinitas called? It's the uh, recreational science, the Institute like of Recreational that. Science. Yeah, and it has or something. like that outdoor stadium seating, but inside oh. where it's like the big long yes. stadium yeah, kind of yeah. seats. The bleachers, and then has some right. Oh yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> outdoor bleacher yes. uh, style without yeah. like the bench. Exactly. Yeah, uh, and then some tables for food and right, shit. Right. But, we will have to. We'll have to do that little disc golf excursion to Bringle Terrace Park. There was a couple more around there, too. Uh, there's one pretty close to Bringle as well, if we wanted to do a two-up. Tiny? Day. But, uh, no, it was another 18-hole course. Okay. It was like six miles away or so something So was like Twyla that. Reed. That's true. <laughs> was we it 18? We actually, it'd 18. be fun to go back to Twyla Reed one day. I don't know about that. Because <laughs> <laughs> we'd probably only be there like a half hour or something like that. But I mean, uh, that park was tiny. I think... Yeah. The last time yeah. we went there was when those guys wanted to jump us. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were waiting for us on, like, the last two or three holes. Yes. And we just didn't go over there. Because we didn't really inter- interact. They just stared at us from across so the park, right? right? when we got there, yeah. they, like, mumbled something. Oh, they yeah, They hung yeah. out. We played the course. Right. And the last, like, two or three holes, like, are, like, on the opposite side of the park. So you have to, like, right. you have to know and then walk way far over there. Right, right. 
and they just go back and forth. Yes. And those guys were just playing back and forth, but yeah. then staring at us. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like they knew we were gonna come over there. So it was like yeah. we were theorizing like are oh they waiting they, for us. Do, do they, they wanna, wanna jump wanna... us? Do they wanna bet us money and play? Because they seem like fucking typical yeah, they were... typical disc golf homeless people. Well, and even gnarlier than that, they like they definitely were there in a car. Yeah. They had the shaved heads, the loked out sunglasses, mm-hmm. big baggy plaid shorts, yep. like just Something was off to where Joey yes. and I are like, big whatever dudes. But there was like six of them. <laughs> There's a chunk, and they're reviving us to the point of like, yeah. let's just go. Yep. There's something weird. Yeah, I think here. we called it short and just walked with the car. Well, yeah, left. we didn't play those last three holes because exactly, that's or yeah. two or whatever. Because yeah. like they're over there being weird. Right. Let's just get the fuck yeah. out of here. Because Anna Anaheim is colloquially Anaheim. known as Anna Crime or Anna Slime or yeah, whatever. Right. Yeah. Uh, it is the home of Disneyland, and. Modern Times Leisure Town now as yeah. well. It's getting uh, cleaned up. But yeah, but like yeah, the the area around the areas around um, certain parts. Anaheim, the Honda Center and Anaheim Stadium over there, the ballpark. Yeah. Um there's yes, the the city is trying to cuz Anaheim's pretty big. Yeah. They're trying to gentrify it. They're trying to put cool spots around you whatever. The house. Um I think you were saying that the mayor before was the one that was like, "Let's bring craft breweries into Anaheim and give them incentives." And then, the, and then the mayor changed, and they all. So, got, well, that's why Anaheim or um, Leisure Town got fucked up. Well, no, well, two parts of that. Mm-hmm. Yes and no. Yeah. So, yes, that mayor said that. Yeah. But never enacted any policies mm. or changes. <laughs> so all the lower level people were like, "Fuck you!" Right. And then the mayor changed. Right. And especially said, "Fuck you," because he like hated. So it got even worse. He hated breweries and yeah, bars. Yeah. So and it was stuff, bad because right? they were like, "Yeah, no." That mayor said that, yeah, but no one got the memo to change their laws, right? Right. So we are extra big assholes because basically, Disneyland runs Anaheim. Like yes, it's it's on the border of RoboCop, where that company owns Detroit. Yeah. Like literally, like Anaheim <laughs> is, is RoboCop a city? <laughs> is is running a super fine line between yeah. Disney and and I'm sure there's all sorts of like greasing wheels and oh, pay yeah. downs and yeah, all yeah. this kind of stuff because like. One of the things is fireworks are illegal, but Disneyland lights a right. crazy fireworks show. Every and it night. costs like fifty, sixty thousand yeah. dollars. And a big part of that is the fines they literally pay to right. the city. Right. Because the city won't change its laws. Yes. So like, okay, we're just oh, just like toxic yeah. dumping. They're like my, no, my father in law said this. it cost them over six figures, but only half of it's the fireworks. The rest right, is right, fines. Right, right. <laughs> That's um, fucking insane. <laughs> right, right. So I'm gonna park my car legally here every day and just work the cost of the ticket, the ticket into yeah. my bills. Every well, month. that's like the classic movie Men at Work, yeah. where uh, the toxic Emilio Estevez and Char- Charlie, Charlie Sheen, Sheen. Charlie's yeah. Sheen, the brothers who have <laughs> completely different names. Yes, uh, that the, where the company was the toxic waste company, and right. they just wanted to dump their shit off of Hermosa Beach. Yes. Um, and you weren't going to stand for that. It's a I was, I old South Bay, born and bred Reds. Yeah, and those guys were out there ripping by a Sea Spray Hotel and yep. all those such things. But um, all those such things. <laughs> uh, but yeah, where those companies are like, yeah, we'll just fuck you. We'll pay the fines, and yeah, who yeah. gives a shit? And that's where it's yeah. like, okay, well, fines aren't really the answer. Then, right. blah blah blah. Yeah, it's a yeah, but like seeing seeing that place, well, hearing what Dylan said, and seeing a city inspector there, and. And the fucking crew, I mean, they're always nice anyway. We barely know them because we only see them once every couple weeks to yeah. pick up beer. Which um, it looked like different people this time. Like, I know. Yeah, those yeah. first couple times, the one guy, like, recognized us. He's like, yeah. uh, Marzola. Yeah, and... yeah. Oh. Whatever. Wow, yeah. yeah. Well, Mandy knows. And Steve. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, 
No, because yeah, the the first couple of times seemed almost like a skeleton crew. Yeah. Um, of just brewers mostly, and then they're like, "All right, you guys could help here too." But they they have been hiring for a while too. Yeah, so yeah. and we saw um, people drinking in the courtyard. So yeah. There's definitely more people there. Exactly. So it's like, but it's a nice little nice little uh beacon of hope, you know, in a in a yeah. in a dark and you got time. Unsung here there. Yeah, exactly. The wine place apparently. The packing house. The well packing no, remember district. how unsuck unsung was a unsuck. <laughs> yeah, unsucked him. <laughs> packing house then unsung was yeah. in its own little Across nest the street. of shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, and Leisure Town's on the other corner. Right, um, right. But uh, but no, just just the fact of seeing Anaheim Which, op- well, getting close to opening, because we I think again, miraculously they just picked a very outdoorsy location. It's a it's a it's a it's it's the fucking post beer garden beer garden right? Like it's yeah. a huge. They're not even really calling it a beer garden because uh, that's just not their style. It's not but cool, exactly. But. Uh, but that's what it is. It's crazy. So, uh, which I think if parking's gonna be fucked, I'm just gonna pay the three dollars to five dollars to valet at the packing house. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Because nice. you can just cross right, right over. Um, but uh, but it's like that. So that seeing that today, catching a little glimpse, uh, and then the news that uh, the first human trials of the COVID vaccine, my first were su- trafficking, were successful uh, on all 45 participants. Where. <laughs> Their fucking um, antigens were the same as people that tested positive for COVID and got over it and are healthy now. Yeah. Um, so they're going to fucking open up that test to 30,000 people at the end of the month. And hopefully by the end of the year, they have confirmation that, yeah, we fucking figured this yeah, out. Yeah, we've got zombies. You know? Yes. I know. <laughs> so everyone's like, oh, this is, how, yeah. this is how the planet of the apes starts or whatever. Yeah. Um, robots get in your blood. But it's just nice to, like, finally get some information about some progress, let alone, hey, the vaccine... Uh, preliminarily works, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it's good to see. Um, Matt looks like he wants to break another TV. Oh yeah, he's got a taste for it now. <laughs> There's that weird powder you're not supposed to breathe in those things, and I'm sure he breathed yeah. most of that in. Yeah, all the mercury. Because yeah. you didn't wear a mask or anything when you uh, broke Aaron. it down, right? No. Yeah. Sent when it you right when you to the local HB landfill. When you karate chop fluorescent lights over the trash can, you just breathe all that fucking fluorescent powder in too, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was sucking. He stood top wind. He, he said. wore a funnel on his face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, it was a butt funnel, though, directly tied to his anus. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. He call kept barfing, then farting, then people in the southeast that. call it the squirt snorkel. Exactly. Um, but um, I was down at the Sharp Park. Yeah. Uh, Dusty Tweed Hope sent a message. I think today or yesterday. Of he hope. said, and he said that. Uh, uh, he says he says like for some reason your guys is now California elitism bits are like the funniest part <laughs> of the show, but he's from um, Canada. He's from uh, oh, the fuck, Vancouver Island. Yeah, so he's like even west of the West Coast. Yeah, and he says Train that there's busters. a lot of the same elitist attitude there too because well, like we're the cool rich. Canada. It's nice up there. Exactly. Yeah. Better um, than those dumb French assholes, right? On the Quebec. Yeah. Oh, we are the most important people mm. in the world. Hey, I'm Ben. Hey, <laughs> I'm Mian Yan. I listen to Ross. No, he's music. African. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Philippe Yan. Uh, <laughs> doing adventurous ghosts. <laughs> uh, well, it's doing some reggae. Oh, there we go. This okay. is reggae right here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so all in all, been a good couple of days. L and L. Yeah, delicious spam <laughs> Uh 
Yeah, the week the week is going by weird. Yeah. Like it I know. <laughs> it's not fast or slow, but it's kind of both at the same yeah. time. And then uh, the reality where Matt might take his life is going to start setting in next mm. week. Uh, going back one, to work. Well, not just going back to work, but what would have been next Wednesday? Next Wednesday would have been <laughs> July 22nd. Oh, oh. Would have been our first day of yeah. Comic Con. Where all you baby. Marxists go down to San Diego and go to Comic Con. Exactly. <laughs> and we play Stalin. Yes. We play. You, know, you cosplay with your books. hammer and sickle variants and yeah. things like that. We all hand around yes. you know, the equal amounts of food yes. and dollars. And yes. everyone gets the exclusives they wanted because right. nothing's exclusive yeah. because it's for everyone. Every panel is just about the means of production. Yeah. And the state owning the means of production. Exactly. We give it all up to the government, yes. my friend. Gub, <laughs> uh, gub. Yeah. <laughs> but I was just, uh, yeah, thinking like, oh, man, that is, it's a weekend I've done for, again, I've humble yes. bragged 20-some years. Yeah. But it'll it'll be one of the first I, I, think, I haven't been. Well, the summer the summer holds for you and your family and friends. July's especially. Right. July's like, it, it holds the most traditions of your life. Yeah. Like, all of your traditions happen in mostly July. Um, but in, But even in, you know having a little bit more of a higher level description it's like that's con season right so there's a lot of conventions going on um, in the collectibles world and not this year what i'm saying so, is in no general. i know i'm just trying to think i mean july's comic-con and that's kind of it because it's like wonder con well but when but you there's always like at least even post the shop when you're not really working the shop much anymore you seem to go to at least a few conventions at least well now it's contact in the desert kind right of. Um, you were you, but it, at, at a long time ago, you were going to fucking PowerCon and BentCon. Yeah, Power Wheels. Yeah, PowerCon was in June once, mm-hmm. and then it's now floated in August, September. Right, so, the summer. So ish. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm just saying, and then you have your family Catalina trip every year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. July, usually yeah. July, I'm book solid because like yeah. Fourth of July. Maybe a cabin, then you have Comic-Con, yeah. then Catalina. Which you did nothing, and... even though I invited you to Carl and Vicky's house this year. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> as I, as people asked me, or peop, not people, people. When, like, my wife, when yeah. a couple, when they were like, oh, did you invite your friend Steve? And I was like, yes, but it's just not their scene. Him and his friend scene. <laughs> Which also, it's mostly because... It's COVID right now, right? So it's like if you never have met these people, it's, it's a weird it's like, time to meet new people. Yeah, yeah, you know it's odd, but um, yeah, let's do some good punk. Blow <laughs> <laughs> um, some fireworks up, but but uh, yeah, Fourth of July is always a weird holiday for me. Like yeah. there are times I've been to like big parties and got drunk. Yeah. There's times it's just like let's blow a bunch of shit up, yeah. and then there's times to go to the cabin, right? Which usually that's the time I get drunk. Yeah, or. Literally, there's been times, yeah, I'm doing something and come home that day and then just Nothing. stay, in, stay yeah. in for the night. So. Listen to the explosions. Do uh, Yeah, do the beach during the day, which we couldn't this year. Right. Um, oh, yeah, but they yeah. closed. Yeah, that was specifically they closed the beaches right, down. Right, 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 right. To tell everyone to fuck off. Um, but Orange County did not. <laughs> no, they did. They were out there. Well, I they know, were there, but they, still, they weren't supposed That's to. what I was saying. When I drove by the various beaches on PCH, I was like... The parking lots are empty, and yet there are hundreds of people out there. Well, that was the whole thing. Beach. It was like, if you can hike your fat ass down yeah. to the beach, yes. you're allowed to go. Yeah, yeah. But if you can't, mm-hmm. then you're fucked. So yeah. that's what closing the parking lots was like, to inhibit right. those people. Um, you know, we should inhibit the fat, lazy asses. 
Exactly. Yeah. Those fatter, the better. Yeah. Well, which means they probably were dropped off in their car somewhere yeah. close. Yes. And then some lonely asshole had to like go find parking a mile right. away and either walk or ride a bike in. Because Uber and all that's still working right now, right? Well, Uber or just, yeah, again, if like I've got my Suburban or my minivan. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to drop off all my dumb family. It just reminded me where I was stuff. like, wait, I haven't heard anything about Uber or Lyft being fucking No, those are, yeah, like I that, think so. they've sent out like safety procedures. Yeah. So I think. Lift or someone was like... I'm sure people have like put a weird plexiglass thing between, you know, oh, in yeah, their yeah. car or whatever. When I know. think Lyft literally said, if you're in the car, yeah. like you have to have a mask on yeah. and the window, all windows will be down the entire time. Oh, right, right. Or something yeah. I think like maybe that. gloves too, or something like that. But yeah. yeah. Um, the gloves thing is weird though because you really need to have like fresh gloves on that you haven't well, touched anything time, with. Yeah, like yeah. I go to food and they're like handling money and I then know. this and that. I'm like, isn't the point you're supposed to then take that off? Yep. Put like, now, Mari's Pizza, that I got pizza from today on a rare pizza lunch. I usually say pizza for dinner. Um, they literally take your card on a towel that's just soaked in hand sanitizer, mm. spray it with more, and wipe it down, and then go do your card. So it's like they really fucking go all out because yep. their entire indoor right. seating is uh, you okay. know fucked. So, yep. um, But they're the only ones I've seen fucking go that crazy right, with, right. with touching things. Well, and today at the... Where we got dinner, they made us just put in the cart ourselves and pull it out and ran yeah. those credits. That's been most places for the well, most part. Well, a lot part, of places but... still make me plug in my fucking debit number. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, you're not yep. exactly wiping this down. Can we use as a debit card? Yeah. Um, but uh, some fucking dumb cunt lady said that to me when uh, at a wedding I went to last year up in Santa Rosa pre COVID when I when I <laughs> when I full retardedly left my entire suit bag that oh, yeah. had at the airport wallet and all this shit in there too. You took the, a shit and then left it right or something? Yes. Um I, I was like I was changing my outfit and into a nice outfit because I was going straight to the post rehearsal dinner. And because uh, my wife was in the wedding, I was not. I was yeah, just there. Yeah. So but, you're going uh, up solo bolo. So and I hung the le- leaving. So I hung the suit bag with my suit and a bunch of other shit including one of my cards and all this stuff in there on it's a very tiny airport it's the it's the fucking charles schultz airport it's the it's the it's all uh peanuts theme in santa rosa because that's where he lived and had most of his career there so i thought you left it down here no i left it up there at the restaurant and then i ubered or taxi cab to the restaurant which is 20 minutes away walked out of the minivan and was like where's i did my fucking you know what is it cunts butts farts and Butts, check again uh and had nothing <laughs> and then the guy i he drove he drove me thankfully it was very nice drove me all the way back to the airport to get my shit and then didn't oh, charge me for it? the cab it was so one of the restaurateurs grabbed it and put it behind it basically put it in their lost and found because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i called them and they were like oh yeah there was this big suit bag hanging on the door <laughs> yeah, some fucking idiot and i was like oh my everything. god yeah because i was like thank fuck because i was in such a shitty mood already after that but um, but, uh, anyway, why are we talking about that? Debit card. Oh, Debit. so then I get to the wedding and the people are nice and all like, cause my wife's been like talking me up and whatever. And some of the people knew me there, but they were like, they were like, uh, I said, I said, yeah, I had my fucking debit card in there and my this. And then she's like, oh, but who uses a debit card anyway? <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> Just yeah. rack it up credit, whatever. So, um, well, I mean, yeah, some people, I feel like there's. <laughs> Not necessarily two camps, but definitely. Yeah. Which I honestly, like, I've I've become team credit card, and you just pay the whole thing off all the time because right. I have so rewards. you just get the fr- quote unquote free points and right. rewards. Exactly. So as long as you're paying <laughs> off like Amex style, exactly, then you can benefit. Right. Make your money work for you. Right. 
Or if you're like, eh, don't want to do that. I was splitting it up, but then I had, I notoriously in 2018 and 2019 had, I think, six or seven identity thefts on my yeah, debit card. You have a lot of bad luck with like, had that key, and tires. Oh, like every tire you own pops. Yes. And is irrepl- it's not pluggable. Like, right. Knock on wood, I've never had a tire pop so bad. Yeah, bad that they can't just plug it. I had the. I had or the, you're like every time it's like new right. set of tires. I know. I'm like, well, I just got mine. Like right when COVID started, I got a nail in my tire. And you're yeah. like, oh, it could be fucked. And I because you have pretty like, low profile tires on your Subaru. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, eh, it was low. You're like probably new tires. And yep. I go and they're like twenty five bucks. And right. I was like, okay, great, catch it up. <laughs> uh, no, especially on my old uh, the Ford. Ford Focus, like yeah. the the 2012, the new body stuff. Volvo. Yeah, the Volvo body style. And I had the sport package on there because I got a good deal on it. And I never had racing tires before. And when I first got the fucking car, the first flat I got, they're like, oh, yeah, these tires are 290 bucks a piece. Right. I'm like, Jesus, fuck, And they wouldn't dude. plug it. And they couldn't plug it because when your tires are only two inches tall, the air goes out enough that the sidewall can, can be cracked inside and therefore not safe to drive, so they can't patch it. You have to get a new one. And I was like, they're like, yeah, that's the price of having racing tars. I'm like, fuck. Tars. I went tar- <laughs> tars. Uh, tars, give me the reading on the yeah. uh, event, <laughs> event horizon thing happening uh, Can here. you uh, <laughs> uh, lower your comedic value down to yeah. 60% yeah. or whatever? Yeah, lower the sarcasm value. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, tell Murph I'm her ghost. Yeah. Please. Okay. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but I went through 17 tires from 2012 to 2017 which is in- it's lit- insane it's literally so insane. that's almost a full set of tires i replaced each year on average like almost <laughs> wait 2012 to 2017 yes five so like four and a half years right 20, yeah so no i know that's what i'm saying it's, the straight it's four if, if it was if it was four years it would have been more like I mean, it would have been 4.2 you know 4.25 no, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. tires but basically each because with that car, if one tire blew and you had had more than six months on it, they're like, well, now you got to replace the two tires that are, you know, whatever, yeah, yeah. like, to make sure everything's even and whatever. It's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Um, the tires, thankfully, by 2017, uh, 2016, had come down in price to be uh, only, like, 180 or 190 mm. which for one, that's still expensive for yeah. just was one Was that dealership tire. or somewhere else you were getting those? Uh, it was... Um, it was Usually dealership because they actually had better deals on the tires mm. because a lot of tire places were still these private little smaller to medium businesses and so the dealerships would just buy these fucking tires in bulk except mine which they usually had to order because oh yeah people don't really have these tires that much because I go to a tire shop oddly enough in Corona del Mar so you'd think mm. it's expensive yeah, but it's yeah. this dude he's like no I buy these tires cheap and I sell them like minimal yeah. margin he's like. Because I have a Subaru, he's yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah, I buy these and sell these things online all day long. He's yeah. like, you want this, this or that? Here's your price. Yep. I'm like, that all sounds good. He's like, all right, yep. cool. And like, all... it's like the best deal for tires. Yeah, and well, and in the the first year, there was no alternate tire to the Michelin, so they were Michelin Pilot Sport Zs, which are some special and you size. Get another. Brand there was no brand whatever. that made my size of tire. Right, because he's like the next tire up, you might start hitting your wheel well if you turn. Because I didn't lower my car, yeah, yeah. But it was it was like eighteen inches wheels, like big fucking wheels on a pretty small car. Yeah, that's just the way. It, that's just the way it came. Yeah. So, um, and now I just drive a Hyundai because I was like, <laughs> I need more space and whatever. Right, right. Which I don't enjoy driving that car. It's a fine car. It's comfortable, I guess. But the fucking sloppiness of the fucking turning is like yeah. driving me insane. Uh, I also just don't feel really safe in it a lot of times. I can't hmm. turn while going fast well, very much. It's an SUV, um, so. 
Well, SUVs with truck chassis are way more stable on the road. I have this is a cross. Which it's they a San- don't make those anymore. Right. It's a Santa Fe, and so it's got mm-hmm. the car chassis and warnings all over the place that are like, "This car is top heavy, and don't fucking yeah. take turns." And I'm like, "Fuck!" But anyway, um, other than that, there's oh, big news. We'll probably say this again on the show Monday, but uh, is uh, basically Mufon might be finished, might be canceled. Uh, Ryan Sprague posted a news story. <laughs> Let's talk about synchronicity from right. Right around the corner at the Huntington Beach Police Department, yes. there was a sting operation with two detectives on two high-ranking MUFON members, one of them the president of MUFON. Who's on that show, you said. Yes. So if you listen back to our the Hangar One files or whatever that shitty show was we did a few, like a two months ago or something, that show was produced and created by MUFON members, and it was on for two seasons or something. Yeah. Uh, terrible show. But one of the guys was Jan Harzan. So J A N. Not Jan, but Jan. Yeah, it might have been Jan. I don't know. But, um, but, uh, and then last name H A R Z A N. And then some other dude uh, who didn't, I don't think was on the show. But, uh, but they both solicited, uh, each of them, oddly, specifically 13 year old girls right. for sex online who were actually undercover detectives. <laughs> nice. Um, and so they were both arrested uh, this past weekend or something. Um, right again, right here in Huntington Beach. But that's fu- it's like fucking crazy. And then people in the comments of the Somewhere in the Skies post that Ryan Sprague posted um, were like, "Oh, I fucking gave up on this guy when this happened." Like apparently there was there's contra- a lot of racial, there's shit racial stuff, and crazy things that basically those guys either condoned or just said, "Yeah, it's cool. We're not going to fire those other people because right. either a." They condone it or B, they're like, well, they might know I'm a creep. So exactly. I can't exactly fire them. Right. Um, so. But, uh, yeah, super interesting. And it's, it's weird because they're in the ufology world, of which we've been kind of learning, there seems to be a semi-anti-MUFON vibe in most journalist right, right. types. Most podcaster journalist types yeah. are like, like Muf- making fun of it, not really into it. And and really the vibe is that they're elitist. Like they're right. basically they're saying that they're becoming a new dogma – Right in a in a field that's supposed to be anti dogma and about just scientific evidence, right? Right. Well, because if you don't document it right and you don't do this right and you right. don't do that right, like you're not, it doesn't qualify to be on our list things. as a yeah. as a sighting for this year right, or whatever, right, right. you know. So, um, but those fuckers are at every convention. So again, hopefully, when everyone's you know healed up and vaccinated or whatever, and conventions are happening, then uh, uh, I'll be interested to see if there are MUFON booths at any of these places too. Also, I kind of hope that if they're keeping the Alien Con brand, as we saw the Instagram post, if they're keeping that brand alive, I really fucking hope they don't let it die. I wonder if 2020 was just going to be a test for History Con. Right. And then they, at any moment they'll go, eh, let's just focus back on Alien Con, you know? I kind of think that that, I wish it was a, like 15% bigger, but that Pasadena Convention Center was a more fun con than the yeah, 2019 it was, well, one. Well, just that tighter, like, vibe again it's like comic-con to a certain extent was too big now it's like too small so it's like when you're at that like medium to small you're like oh we're all in this together right we can all get in these panels right you can all keep seeing the same fucking weirdo i was just gonna say yeah Uh, there's a camaraderie just even seeing the same person every three hours right even just like contact in the desert was like right but um 
yeah, at LA, it just was like way too spread out to where yeah. like if Cavernous. you're in these other weird two rooms, yeah. you're not seeing anyone. And then the main panel room was so big to yes. walk through just to get right. to the seats, and there are so right. many seats. Like, and when when you have only forty percent of the space filled, it's right. it's a weird energy. It's it's like being at a sports game, a sports ball game. Yeah, and and you're just like ooh, and then you're kind of like. Does this kind of suck? Like, does this team suck? Right. Is this game not important? Like, it whatever. It takes you, you out know? of what the right. focus is. It's supposed to be this high energy. Hey, everyone kind of packs in here. Right. Right. Which, right. of course, then will complain it's too packed and busy yeah. and whatever. But well, again, like, yeah, Pasadena it sucked on the right. Saturday because like we literally couldn't get into right. the panels we wanted to. Yeah. To where the, the the complete opposite out outside of a couple of the smaller panels in at uh, yeah, yeah. L A uh, Alien Con, that was nice. Yeah, where we got in early and it actually did fill up. Right. Like those rooms, you needed like a fifty percent bigger, right? Maybe a hundred percent bigger, yeah. Room than the small ones, and that would have been good. Yeah, which is why again, contact was so fun because it seemed like pretty much just the right size. It was like yeah. everything that was kind of packed. There was little, there was there was little big lines that you had to wait for and right. sign it. But you and were like pre wait. You were whatever. pretty guaranteed a seat though. Like it wasn't going to yeah, be, a, yeah, and you yeah. and you were guaranteed to not have a terrible seat, right? Because the rooms weren't so big that you couldn't even see the person on stage, right? 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 Assuming you have normal vision, yeah, you know. No. Um, but uh, yeah, still, I still it it like once a week. I'm like, fuck, like we could have been at a new contact this year. <laughs> like right. it's just such a bummer. Anyway, um, other than that, there's really nothing there. We'll keep you abreast of the Buffon news. But uh, I always wonder, like, what guys like that think the girl looked like, you know, or if the or if the detectives sent pictures of some oh, girl. They for sure sent you know? pictures. Yeah. And then it, but then it's like, what pictures are authorized? <laughs> like, is there a Getty Images for undercover detectives to use for sex trafficking and right, underage right. solicitation I mean, I'm sure thing? Something. Again, you know? it's like, <laughs> even if they have the rights or not, it's not public, right? right That's where where rights come in. But it's just like it's weird that. What if some random girl, like her left ear, starts itching? Because somewhere in the world, a detective's using her right. Facebook profile image, or, or this something. guy gets out of jail, exactly. sees her. Right. <laughs> I know you. I've seen your scent before. <laughs> what? Um, yeah. Speaking of scent, uh, I farted. No. Uh, obviously, thanks everyone for supporting the show. We've had a, a good amount of new patrons this month. We had a new one today. Um, or yesterday, it's like Xavier mm. McGrath or something, something like that. So welcome with a nice um, business suit. And yeah, his profile pic. that is the most. Yeah, hold. I'll, let me let me let me do him a solid here. Make sure I get his name right. But um, yeah, there, his picture is a full on like real estate agent headshot. You know, nice man. Yeah, um, very professional, which is nice because. Obviously, we love all our patrons, but yeah. maybe we're getting into the white we're collar classier. sector here. Yeah. I don't know. But, we're white but, famous uh, or whatever that <laughs> comedy. Was. White famous. No, because that was that comedy with like the black comedians were like, oh, you got to be white famous. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Or something like oh, that. Oh, uh, a little uh, uh, a little lethal weapon reference. Uh, this is Z- uh, Xavier Murtaugh oh. is, there, is his name. So, um, But uh, he has a little bit of a... Um, uh, let me see the bigger picture here. He looks like your friend Larry had a baby with Nick Swartz and the actor. Okay. Um, but uh, it's not a a hit or a, a stinger. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't making fun. No, I know. I'm just... Um, but uh, yeah. So welcome, Xavier. Xavier. I don't know. Um, Professor X. Yeah. I guess we'll call you Murtaugh Mutant. Not we, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He's a <laughs> PX Walker. Right. 
Um, but yeah, so we watched uh, The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch, um, which was the secret recipe of Skinwalker there you Ranch. Go. Um, it is kind of a hidden valley out there. <laughs> um, this is another History Channel show, another Prometheus Entertainment show, oh, yeah. the same production company as Ancient Aliens. So whatever Burns. Um, and the, Yeah, Kevin Burns. Yeah, not uh, Ken Burns. <laughs> and um, as of, so we watched two episodes. We watched episode one and two. The second episode, which was, like, the first episode was not extended, but, like, they didn't ha- they didn't do a standard theme song for right, it right or theme segment i guess yeah um but the second episode got robert clotworthy in there and the fucking ancient aliens narrator doing the yeah, intro to the said show that on the second episode i was like i guess yeah maybe he wasn't in the first which no. i don't know why you would do that they it's did the like they so did the time difference they did the well because they wanted to do that cold open yeah with the dead cow right and uh and then yeah our man travis taylor is fucking there right off the bat he's just fucking there right off the bat yeah uh, <laughs> Synchronicity, yeah. his first full episode bit. Now we're doing this exactly. So um, I know, right? Yeah, his first extended appearance on yeah. Ancient Aliens. But um, uh, uh, thanks to whoever recommended the show, like whatever two months ago, ago when yeah. it premiered, it's about eight episodes long. The last episode of this first season was on uh, er, in early June, so uh, ended pretty recently. But yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so the premise of this show, uh, if there's a, there's an obvious real world continuation from the mystery of skinwalker ranch which is the jeremy corbell documentary did a patreon episode and puck is in that one i think right yes and then that other guy who got aids exactly yes uh fuck what was his name uh it wasn't jose but it was a spanish name something yes pedro it was pedro yes so that's the first real world yes (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) um but uh yeah it's the Jeremy Corbell one was we liked it okay. Yeah, but there he's was he's just always a douche. Yes, so and that was more what was cool about at least having watched that, doing a probing deeper on that was we had a lot of context for this episode because that whole episode was mostly about the events of what is it the Sherry family or whatever the family that lived there in the nineties yeah. after Rob Robert Bigelow purchased it because I think. The Corbell shit was all Bigelow own time frame. Well, it was it was um, he interviews, uh, uh, but um, what the fuck's his name? Fugel, yeah, Brandon Fugel in that in that documentary. But remember, his identity is kept secret, and he has the voice modulator on. Okay, because he didn't want to be unmasked yet. Because Corbell was probably shooting that between twenty sixteen and seventeen, some sort of yeah. Um, Probably only could have shot it because Brandon Fugel is Mister. I want everyone Never to fucking yeah. figure this place out, things, right? Yeah. So, whereas Bigelow is a little more secretive. So, um, well, because he's like uh, aerospace uh, entrepreneur and right. mogul. So he was probably in there for his own secrets, for his own company. Right. If there were, if there was anything to be found, exactly. And yeah. he probably sold it because he's like, well, I figured whatever I need to out, or there's nothing here to figure out. Right. So sure, you dumb fucking Mormon piece of shit. Right. Come buy this thing for me for a billion dollars. Yeah. Go yeah, this thing dried up because yeah, if he he could have had almost like a a, a, a project paperclip or something. Because he was there for like he, almost twenty years, right? If he found right. a fucking craft and could reverse engineer yeah. whatever it was, so. Um, but uh, he and he did have an interest in the paranormal and all that stuff too. It's That's why what I'm he saying, had with him whole, being an aerospace. Mobile. He had a uh, NIDS there. That was the team that all they called. I can't remember yeah. what the everything's acronym stands either, for. Like he said, classified by the government yeah. or confidential by the private company. Right, and so. The Jeremy Corbell doc is a good starting place to give you con- like an overview uh, because most of it is videos from 
the staff that was the first research team there, and so that they let publicly exactly. Kind of, yeah. And then it was the it's the fucking guy that the reporter dude from Vegas that's right. like Corbell's friend. Yeah, yeah. That also broke the Bob Lazar story. Koppel or what's his the name? hell is his name? Yeah, hold on. Um, he came up as a suggested friend on Facebook. For <laughs> uh, reporter, um, what is his name? Damn it, I thought it would come up quicker. Um, so she said, "Yeah, um, fuck, whatever." Uh, you, you'll, you'll know. He's he's the bearded, older, you know, fucking newscaster, Santa Claus looking man. But, yeah. Uh, um, but yeah. So this this show starts off with a cold open of uh, a bunch of concerned people in a field, and it's at this point I've seen so much of Skinwalker Ranch, whether it was Portals to Hell, Ghost Adventures. Uh, or the documentary, you kind of get to know the lay of the land. It's it's mm-hmm. a big, it's a big fucking ranch with three different old uh, homesteads. They call them so they're, they're over a hundred years old. They're like the original homesteads on the ranch, mm-hmm. and now there's like a new research center that's kind of built there. So that's the main place. But yeah. uh, it's like an over a five hundred acre property, a shit ton of George parent- Knapp. George Knapp. There we go. Yeah. Uh, a shit ton of paranormal, UFO, whatever, sighting, weird light anomalies, things like that happen. So the show opens up with a cold open. People are freaking out and saying, we got to get Travis over here. Get Travis over here. And then Travis runs over. There's a dead kind of youngish cow. Um, no signs of trauma, whatever. They're running fucking EMF meters, tri-field meters. So there's there's a lot of ghost adventures tools crossover right. here. Or, or Sorry, paranormal investigation, whatever. Well, but, they're also real tools, though, in this situation. Exactly, like, they're right. they're actually measuring. Right. <laughs> and so, yeah, like, their tri-field meter has little graphs, like, in real time showing because yeah, they're looking for actual fields. Right, where I'm like, why tools? is the Ghost Adventures guy still using the old dial that kind of, like, goes and pings over, but... Um, or and on this show they keep saying, oh yeah, that thing pegged out, which means it like right. went all the way to the top. Yeah, I guess. I'm like, all right, <laughs> uh, <laughs> strap on. Right. <laughs> uh, that that hole was filled. The husband's yeah. hole was okay. filled. Um, that prostate has been evacuated. <laughs> <laughs> all the kids have run the hell out of that thing. Uh, that walnut. So I hate. I, I, I hate every description of the prostate. A walnut-sized organ, and I'm and I'm like, I, Is that stop with the shell or without the stop shell? equating shit to food. Like when people have their their pregnancies, baby, whatever's the size of a blueberry muffin now, and I'm like, right. great. Now I'm gonna think of eating the fetus of your baby next time I fucking see a blueberry muffin. It drives yeah. me nuts. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like when I eat a Chipotle burrito. We used to call those fetal burritos. Yes, ex- yeah, lo- or larva of, burritos. Well, because they were the size of a small baby. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. um, but uh, but yeah, so it starts off. They're doing all these measurements on the cow. They find some potential radiation spikes or whatever. Yeah. But they're they're basically like it's a, I guess it's an effective cold open because they're like, Travis Taylor. The first thing he says when he runs up as he goes, hold on, hold on, we shouldn't be touching that thing now. That could be radioactive. Right. You know. Where I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? Right. And we learned that there's kind of a reason for it, but because uh, that that scene is from, uh, have we even seen that? We haven't even seen that episode no. yet, right? So. Uh, that's from some future episode in the eight, ep- eight episode run, but then it cuts back to twelve weeks earlier, right? Uh, and they're in Salt Lake City, and uh, this is where we meet the elusive Brandon Fugel, who is a billionaire real estate mogul, the largest real estate mogul or whatever in Utah. So right. owns a lot Get of me land. Too is his motto. Exactly, <laughs> and um, he says right off the bat, he's also producer of the show. He says, "I am a Mormon." 
And I am really interested in the nature of the universe and of right. the paranormal and whatever. Because their religious beliefs say you're going to go to another planet right. and rule as a god. Yes. So Jesus was a Mormon because he came to her planet and ruled as a god. Right. And and uh, and that the, the angel Moroni, which was the original archangel that gave right. Jesus, and, or sorry, that gave, um, he did meet Jesus apparently, he gave... Joseph Smith, the uh, tablets of the that became the, the Book of Mormon. Yeah, um, he te- he tells you flat out in the Book of Mormon, "I am from this other star system." Right. So he is an ancient alien. So right. Mormonism is a very ancient alien friendly, yeah. if not required, religion. So, um, which is, I mean, hey, for the sake of this kind of shit, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Where they're like, they're like, they're not like, no, 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 Jesus was this and yeah. he has nothing. It's magic and souls and that's it. You right. know, so it's it's not it's very non dogmatic, which is nice. Right. So they have a they have a whole uh well, it's a bor- probably different set of dogmatisms. But it is, yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah, for this yeah. purpose it's right, interesting. Right, right. Um they have a whole boardroom session here where Travis Taylor's brought in to meet our intrepid crew that's going to be <laughs> on the show. Our Tim and Eric style crew. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. So the crew can, cons- so the premise is cool where it's like, Hey, we have all these guys that are hired by Brandon Fugel. I can't want to say Brian, Brandon Fugel to be security staff, the observational Dragon. research staff. Yeah. yeah. The observation, observational research staff. Um, some of them like general managers or whatever too. Yeah. And but our main guys are Travis Taylor, who's the new guy in town on the team. Yeah, he's an astrophysicist. He's fucking uh, he's got a, clearance papers. Multiple he says PhDs. he's like I'm a scientist. I'm a physicist. I work. Uh, he's worked on NASA projects, whatever yeah, yeah. quantum computing, I whatever. He's actively working on real gnarly shit. So for the government or government adjacent program. So he's in there. He's getting briefed on everything, and then we get our little cast of characters here. So we get. Eric Bard, who is uh, a very mousy but large-eared, which I guess is even more mousy, yeah. um, guy. He is the principal investigator on the site. So he is kind of awkward, seems nice enough, but kind of like, eh, nervous. Eh, yeah, again, yeah, it's yeah. a mousy little dude. Um, almost seems jealous of Travis Taylor at first, because Travis is very much a Chad, where oh, yeah. Eric is very much a potential incel. Yes. Um, <laughs> Travis so. hunky. Buff. Beautiful <laughs> Alabama he is. accent. He is a fucking southern, very Aryan-looking, yeah. uh, super smart, buff dude. Like, like he could be in a nice dude. twill suit down yes. at the races exactly. in Kentucky. Swirling his cane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have a mint julep in his hand. <laughs> uh, take advantage of my wife in front of me yes. while I, I jerk off in the couch or... Right. Uh, the lounger yes. in front of the house. The lounger. Yeah. Um, I the think, vapors get all over the place. <laughs> I think technically he's from Texas, but he works no, in I, Huntsville, Alabama. Um, I'm pretty sure he said he's from Texas I feel before. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought he was Texas, but then he was yeah. like, I'm in Alabama, where they made the rackets. <laughs> yeah, that's how he introduced himself. They're like, where are you Where are you, Where are you? flying in from, Travis? And he's like, Huntsville, Alabama. That's where they made the rockets that went to the moon. Yeah. And so we kept saying that like he was yeah. obsessed with that. and Because <laughs> everyone just kind of looks at him like, right. what, whatever. Yeah. And it's oh. like, wait, didn't you hire him for his expertise? Well, again, it was this boss hired him. Right. And this boss hired all these other fucking idiots. Right. Who have now made their own little dogmatism of the place. Right. Where they're like, oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. We've already done this. We've right. already done that. And Travis, like... He's kind of like when you bring in, kind of like an office space, you bring in these consultants. Right. And be like, <laughs> exactly. Well, the boss doesn't think everything's going good. So they're going to bring in consultants to right. tell you how you fucked up. Right, and right. The company's a bunch of fucking idiots. Well, yeah. So it's like, they're like, oh, 
what is it you do here? Right, right. And they're like, oh, well, we've got this stuff, and yes. and we do these things. Because as as the show, like, we said that jokingly at first, but then it's a good point that that is likely why Travis Taylor was brought in, because yep. Fugle probably, he's, he's had these guys in the payroll for, like, three years at this point. Yeah, and if he's paying them uh, scientist wages, right. God knows how much money that's costing, right. and plus all the fucking equipment. Everywhere. Right, they're fucking living there, I think. Like, or and that guy flexes hard because yeah. at one point he's driving a Lamborghini <laughs> yes. to his private hangar where there's yes. two jets and a helicopter. What what I what I love about so well as a quick side note, yeah. I love that because in general the vibe of the show is like an eighty. It's like the A team. It's like an eighties action show or like. Uh, Team America, aka like the Thunderbirds, which it was parodying, yeah. like it's very, it's like constant boom, 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 and then it's like hard cut, hard cut, hard, everyone that's talking, hard cut, hard cut, reaction to them. It's a, yeah. it's a very fast paced, but not much going on show. Right. I mean, there's stuff going on, but the what's happening is a thousand times slower yeah. than the fucking editing of the show. Which most Mormons I know or have known yeah. that are our age or a similar range are obsessed with that like kind of dork eighties Americana yes. dorkism. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna flex on this and have a dumb like Rambo right. situation, Batman. Yeah. I'm I'm cool and I'm yep. this nerdy dickhead, but yep. I've got all this money and I'm yeah. I care about science and I'm doing this yep. adventure and I've got my TV show and I'm gonna yeah. tell him how to do it because I guarantee he's in the fucking editing room. Oh yeah, or like oh well, Dipshit McGee wants more hard cuts, right, and right. loud noises and whatever. Yep, yeah, he, he wants to be Fugel wants to be the guy on the giant screen that the team talks to all the time. Yeah. He wants to be the Charlie of Charlie's Angels. Right. Like he wants to be the cool, mysterious. Owner of this the secret mercenary yeah. team, Even yes, exactly. some boring ass wife and like ten fucking kids. Right. Um, it looks like one of the shots too. He seems very devout, as do his brothers who work That's for him thing. as well. Yeah. It looks like you can see the garments under his suit oh, thing sure. too when he's yeah. pointing in it. There's a still picture there, but uh, oh, he's tithing hard. Yes, but uh, uh, anyway, the scene Steve's talking about is after this debriefing session. Yeah. <laughs> it cuts to. Him and Travis Taylor in a fucking la- in a Bam Margera style Lamborghini, yeah, um, just racing down the Salt Lake City fucking freeways, yeah. And <laughs> Travis looks a little nervous in the car. Well, he's just like, "What the fuck is going <laughs> yeah. on?" Like he's like, because he's, he's like, "Hey, pretty weird, huh, Travis? What do you think about all this?" Like that, and Travis is yeah. like, uh, "I'm pretty." He's he. This is where they establish that he's pretty skeptical. Yeah, he doesn't think he's going to see anything, but he's very interested because there's just so damn much evidence from people right. of weird shit happening. They also showed him video evidence. So they've had surveillance, again, since like 2017. Right. So he is like, all right, well, I've seen some shit now, and that's kind of weird. So I'm intrigued, right? So he had probably already fucking signed on to do the show by the time they're doing the debrief. Oh, I'm sure. They're they're acting like we got, this is our session to convince this guy, right? So uh, the other dudes in there are, uh, so there's Eric Bard, who's a little mousy guy. He's probably like 5'6 or something like that. Uh, There's Brandon Fugel, the leader. Thomas Winterton, who is uh, uh, the fucking, like, he's the guy that Steve described as, uh, or no, sorry, that's not Thomas Winterton. Thomas Winterton's, like, kind of the nice, normal dude that helps keep Travis Taylor, that that grounds the whole thing for him. He's just kind of like, he's the guy that gets the fucking radiation goose egg thing on That's okay, yeah. So he's like, he's, he's like a pseudo-outsider, but drawn in right well he's the superintendent of the well, ranch that's what I'm saying. like he's not a scientist he's not a whatever exactly kind of this dude he's the guy that takes care of the fucking place and he's done digging which has gotten him 
repercussions as they think, where he almost died or whatever. Um, and uh, the guy I was thinking of is who we haven't seen a ton of yet is Jim Morse. Yeah. He's there, but he looks like this like weird. He he looks like a metaverse guy. Like yeah. he, he but Steve described him as his face looks like. Beetlejuice's face when he's the staircase snake. Yeah, in the movie Beetlejuice, which came from which Beetlejuice <laughs> Howard Stern, but this guy even more so because right. he's just like a blob, oh, yeah. and then the fucking gullet yes. and face pulling out from the gullet. Yes, and like all hyper talking to Travis, yes. like, well, it's gonna be that. <laughs> and the just and for like men fucking, fucking black mustache. color to yeah. his bald uh, yeah. rim of hair and his yeah. goatee, of course. Welcome for your daughter, uh, Travis. <laughs> and the first time we hear him talk, it's he, you're hearing. Tra- you're, it, the, there's a close-up in the boardroom on Travis's face, and he's listening to other people talk, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> it cuts to, you can see a wider shot, and Jim Morris is literally like a foot away from his face, right. like, now we're telling you, there's this all this... I was like, yeah, holy yeah. shit. Yeah, where like, the fuck you come from, you fucking <laughs> like psycho? I, I wanted Travis to smack him and yeah. go, back the fuck up, bro, yeah. come on. Okay. Um, and then we get uh, Steve's favorite, Bryant. His first name is Bryant, not Brian. That's a bad first start. Bryant dragon in quotes arnold so he is the head of security and he's a fucking piece of shit in his own words he's armed to the teeth but he's worried because i can't do nothing with these ghosts and shit these mysticisms and he almost seems like a planted actor in this or he's so dumb that he he's grown up with reality tv and is playing up his own eccentricities you know and his personality he's like he is the science skeptic of the show Right. And uh, there's a whole fucking... He's the everyday man. Exactly, yes. And so... Which he literally... I mean, he pretty much says that. Yeah. <laughs> he, he literally says, I don't think in a sign... Like, they're, later on in the first episode, they're having a, a, a debate conflict. on whether to start digging and getting soil samples. Because Travis Taylor wants to see if shit's irradiated yeah, he's hyper-scientific. Because irradiated soil, things like that, can cause hallucinations and this and whatever. So, yeah. uh, And this guy literally goes... I don't think scientifically, okay? People around here, we call that the heebie-jeebies, okay? Or we get a feeling about it, right. okay? And I don't want to see people hurt just because you want to be scientific about shit. It's yeah. like, oh my That's fuck, dude. That's how I dude. feel. Yeah, I'm just I like, don't give a fuck how you feel. Right. Science doesn't give a fuck how you right. feel. That's the whole point. Yeah. That's why this dumb fucking nerd with a billion dollars right. is fucking jerking Travis Taylor off to right. come out here to be able to prove that exactly. shit. Exactly. And because Travis Taylor is like an alpha male scientist too, he's a nice guy. He's yeah. he's like, hey man, I don't want to get hurt too. Yeah. But they completely fail to give Travis any evidence of a co- of a distinct correlation between digging in the earth and right. someone getting hurt. Now, and, that kind of bites him in the ass the second episode a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Although we don't technically know what happens to the, to uh, to Eric or sorry, right. no, to um, Thomas Winterton. Right. Goose, um, goose boy. Yes, the uh, the third and kind of final main guy, at least so far, is uh, Jim Segala, uh, Steven Segala's brother, as I said. Is that the tiny man with the magnet? Uh, no, that's Eric Bard. Okay. That's the mousy Sorry. man. Okay, Jim Segala is Jeremy but, Irons. Oh, right, right. right. <laughs> uh, he looks like the actor <laughs> Jeremy Irons Travis. from Die Hard with the Vengeance. But I feel, and I feel like he's a newer member to this group. Yeah, he's kind of just smiling because, all the time and, when they're and like, kind hey, of encouraging. Do you, you know? want to dig? He's like, well, yeah, I'd like to dig and yeah. find out what's going on. He's so like, I feel he's, like he's like got there just before right. Travis. He something. basically is like like Travis, He's he, but he's saying, now I know that something's happened once, but I think that we have to establish a pattern if there are consequences right, right, right. to digging, right? And even Travis like, yeah, if 
digging gets a response, let's go fucking dig. Right. And he's you like, know. but I don't know what the response is. Right. And I don't oh. know how to defend someone. Jim Segala, he says, he's got a baldy. That's what, he's the guy that goes, now if something like that negative happened when we dig, I see that as an invitation. Right, right. And I was like, okay, like whatever. So um, he almost looks like he's a man that was born with a hair lip, but I think he just ha- he just has like little bunny teeth like yeah, kind of coming out. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's kind of the main crew that we've seen so far. Um, there is a woman that's shown quickly in the cold right. open with the cow, but we haven't met her yet. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, the it, the first half hour of the first episode is just leading up to it's getting Travis Taylor up to speed. His um, Brandon Fugel's brother, heli- personally private helicopter flies yeah. him out to give him a survey of the uh, Skinwalker the Ranch. Yeah. And again, producer credit from Brandon Fugel, <laughs> the, his uh, Brandon Fugel's brother, the pilot, is like. You know, a lot of uh, negative things happen here. I usually like to say a little prayer to Heavenly Father before we go here. And he says a full-on right. prayer to he- to Heavenly Father. So for, for those that don't know a lot of Mormonism, Heavenly Father is above the God of Earth, which is God, right? right. It's Jehovah or whatever. So Heavenly Father is the universal God right. who created the universe. I th- I believe God is the God of this solar system. And Christ is the God, the King of Earth, or something like that, right? right. So, um, anyway, but he says a whole prayer to him. Travis is just kind of like, okay, whatever, you know. Um, but they're they're talking about how they the land looks pretty normal to Travis Taylor, but they won't fly over where the Skinwalker Ridge, which is this very like uh, distinct scar line of Red Canyon rock, compared to like the green farmland next right. to it, right? And it's pretty climbable. It only looks like it's like eighty feet up, but at a pretty decent, like a pretty low slope. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, they it's talk not about like extreme, like rock climbing. Exactly. Like, it's just a Africa, a brisk hike. Australia, where there's that huge flat rock mountain. Oh kind of yeah, thing. yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Um, Turtle Rock, tabletop mountains, cowboys sure. and mumes. So. Exactly. Yeah, uh, but uh, so they're just kind of getting uh, Travis Taylor acquainted. There's at least five minutes of as the digging conversation starts, because uh, that's really the first thing Travis wants to do. Right. Um, is well, because they go out and they, like, they take all the measurements. Oh, yes. They go out and, and they, do a quick radiation The, the magnetism, yeah. and he's like, oh, they're, they're showing off microwaves yeah. here that are like actually getting to like high to dangerous levels. Right. So they're out there. They're running around. Everyone's like freaking out. They go back to the boardroom right. on site right. in the ranch. And that's and like that's 15 minutes of the episode. This starts <laughs> unraveling Travis's like frustration. Fr- frust? My yeah, frustration with yes. them, yeah, <laughs> because they like go through all this shit, yeah, and then the whole fight breaks out of like dig, no yeah. dig, all this stuff. And again, uh, the Dragon Arnold is just fucking putting on a show. Oh yeah, here. he's like, no, you, 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 uh, we're intellectual messing. types, right? Ba- he we're much messing says with that. something serious here, okay? Yeah. And I don't want to see my people get hurt. Yeah, and he's like, I'm the security <laughs> boss, so yeah. it's my my job to keep you all fucking healthy and protected, <laughs> right. like. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so, like, that happens. Then, so, Travis Taylor's like, okay, well, we need to fucking figure it out. And they're like, well, they did blow up H-bombs around here. Right. And he's like, are you fucking serious? Right. Like, <laughs> 30 miles away? He's like, yeah, right. of course that's probably why. Because he's How like, come you didn't tell me that? Yeah, he's like, you know a lot of the symptoms of the shit that ever gets reported around here could be hallucinations based on irradiated soil. Yeah. Like, so then he's like to rule everything right. out. So, he's like, let's go fucking dig up some soil and test it. And yeah. so... Long story short, they're arguing well, back and forth. It takes forever. They bring out, uh, they they well, call Brandon. They call the boss. They man. call Brandon Fugel. Because they're like, that's not my call. It's not my land. So if you want to dig, right. 
Call Boss Man. So he comes up yeah. on the fucking hundred inch <laughs> screen they have in there or whatever. And the episode ends on a cliffhanger. Credits start rolling while he's like he's like, uh, Eric, who's the mousy guy, he goes, Eric, I think it's time you show Travis the case. Right, because he cause cause <laughs> Travis like, I think we should dig, and he's like yeah. and the security guy's like, Yeah, I'm not cool with that. Yeah. And, and Fugel's like yeah. I'm concerned, too. Yeah, I don't like the digging part. Yes. And Travis is like, what? Yes. And then he's like, hey, we need to show you some more um, evidence we have. Yeah. And again, Travis like, what the fuck? Like, right. you need to tell me everything. Right. Stop hiding <laughs> shit right. from me. You need to tell me everything if you want me to actually right. help you fucking dumb shit. Which I, of shit. I legit like the show because Travis is already a good personality just being himself, which yeah. is a scientist. Yeah. And a scientist, like I said on last week's episode, that immediate, he can speak layman without dumbing things down. Yeah. He can make information accessible to your average person without dumbing it down and patronizing you, right? Yeah. He just tells you, and you're like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And, and, but he, and he's already kind of energetic, but he's not eccentric. Yeah. So he has been dumbed in. And he's in. alpha, but not in a s- disgusting way. Like, right. Hey, Fuck you, security guy. You're an yeah. idiot for not wanting to believe in science. He's, yeah, he's empathetic. He, shit. He's 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 like, he's like, hey, I hear you. I don't yeah. want to fucking. I want people to be safe. I right. don't want to have volunteers. I was like, I don't want to juice you up. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, but he's he's you you can tell that he is politely flabbergasted by yeah. the almost retardation. Re- the almost yeah the 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 level of as Eric Bard says because he's like Eric, what do you? Th-? He's like Eric, what do you think? The security guy. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'm not superstitious about this. I try not to be, but I have seen what happens and whatever. And that's when Fugo's yeah. like, all right, bring out the case. And yeah. so th- the next episode begins, and what is in this Pelican case is a big bunch of foam with a, a neoidmium magnet a giant, in it. Basically a super strong magnet right. that can chop your dick it's off. It's like a mass... <laughs> that's they exactly what look, they said in the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they, it looks like a giant gold hockey puck. Yeah. Um, and so, and yeah, Travis Taylor's like, you can lose a finger fucking getting close to that man, yeah. whatever it is, if you have a ring on, I'm assuming. Or, right, or, or yeah, or something in between, it'll just, right, right, right. just chomp. Oh, I see. Like, it'll right. smack. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, um, but, because uh, I was thinking like, oh, if you had something metal, it'll bend your fucking finger back and yeah. snap it or whatever. But anyway, um, they're, sh- they're talking about this fucking magnet, and then they start talking, and you're like, okay, what? And then they start talking about- because yeah, Trav's like, cool magnet, bro. <laughs> I've seen those right. before. Weird flex, but okay. Yeah. Uh, and then Eric Bard, I'm oh, sorry, uh, uh, Thomas Winterton starts talking about the story that ha- the, the, of the medical emergency that happened to him after digging with like a bobcat digger out there. Um, he got a giant fluid-filled goose egg on the back of his head. That when he by the time he went to the hospital, the fluid was separating his fatty tissue from his skull. So basically, it was starting to explode out. Right, and so they didn't say how they treated it, but I'm assuming they drained it and you Something, know yeah. packed it with gauze and all that kind of shit. But uh, they said it could have been deadly if he let it they go. Don't know how it could happen? And the, and the yeah, the physicians to this day have no clue what caused it or how it happened. It seems like a pretty classic radiation sickness kind of thing. It's either radiation sickness where it's swelling of one of his lymph nodes. Right. And the fluid just shifted around. Right. Because that dickhead's out there all the time. Right. And if you're churning up old dirt, potentially it's irradiated dirt. Because a a doctor is kind of like an IT guy. If you don't... I mean, they can figure stuff out depending on symptoms. Or they can solve a problem. Right. But if you don't... If if, uh, Thomas didn't know to go... I was working in some irradiated soil 
could this perchance be radiation related? Yeah. They might have went, oh, fuck, well, we have all this other tests for that. And instead, yeah, yeah. they're like, why the fuck's this guy's fucking head swelling up? Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm not and dumbing you know, down the doctors, maybe but I'm he's just... like part of Dr. Pimple Popper, and he just has a fucking right. sack exactly, that yeah. happened to go out, right. and it just keeps going out, or, right. or maybe has other bigger problems. Yeah, maybe like the air pressure is different in these areas with the... Ge- and that's what makes people feel floaty and weird. Right, and so... Um, but yeah, it's it's a very dire thing, and it's very dramatic, and it comes back in, in episode two, supposedly. Uh, Something does. We get a cliffhanger that we yeah. don't know exactly what happens. But um, but anyway, the magnet, now they go in to the fucking, the, 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 the nerve photo. center room. Let's see a photo. <laughs> and uh, they do this, they have this whole experiment set up for this magnet puck. And for like five minutes, Travis Taylor has his phone out just to test that the, the magnet can direct well, its magnetism in like a beam. Well, because and they, proximity. they had a photo when yeah. they took out in the desert mm-hmm. or on the ranch, yeah. and it had these like distortion lines of purple and blue. Right, right. So the whole point of the magnet was, hey, I can replicate that right. with this stupid fucking magnet. And that's right. when Travis is like aligning to yeah. get the same kind of oh, shot. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's I like, okay, where is it? fucking it up right right so he and that's where travis like cool great job guys you actually fucking did a scientific job here and tried to replicate it right let's go out in the field though and try and replicate it you dumb fucks because their whole point was like something dramatically magnetizing out there is fucking with your phone right so who knows what that is right so here's this other magnet to prove its magnetism and could be causing that because at one point he's literally like all right guys you show me this magnet i still don't see anything any, right. I, he's like, you have not presented any data that tells me there is a causation of digging in the in the in the soil here, yeah. and what happened to his head, you right, know? Right, right. And so, anyway, or just anything bad, right? And so they they basically go finally compromise, which they could have done two minutes in, and said, and uh, they go, hey, how about we do a, a series of radiation tests and microwave tests? We'll bring two independent companies out. We'll test these areas we want to dig. And if there are any alarming things, we won't dig there. If if everything seems normal, we'll fucking yeah, dig yeah, there. Yeah. Everyone cool with that? And they're like, yeah, sure, fine. I'm like, okay, guys. Yeah, like, yeah. it's it's that was a little needless drama. Well, but it's a it, little that reality show. Like, hey, guys, we need some right. some bullshit things right. happening. But at the same time, it was so entertaining because the fucking skulls and faces on these men, other than Travis Taylor, yeah. are all they all look like fucking elongated, elongated. skulls. Yeah, like they yeah, have yeah. weird. Fucking well, like, and just the beats of the show, like the edits and the quick hits. It's yes. like, hey, should we do that? Oh my god, yeah. maybe. And it's like cutting to like four <laughs> different people right. in the span of three seconds, and you're like, right, what the fuck is going on? And, like, and it's just a bunch of sad dads. It's a bunch of sad yeah. dads bickering about stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole time. And so, uh, but so yeah, they get some crew out. They find another yeah. fucking hole. They, they drive have out these the desert. Yeah, they they have these independent crews out. They do find some weird spikes in the microwave energy, whatever, and. They overdramatically are like, you know, uh, 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 Travis and Thomas are driving out to some other site, and they get a walkie-talkie call, yeah. and they're like, you got to get out here. We found a sinkhole. And so you think that, like, they stepped in something, and it fucking yeah. sunk under their feet. And and you find out it's this fucking hole that's yeah. been there and, and the explored by all the, the, the fucking the crew The guy there. who's driving his truck, the, the goose egg Thomas, guy, yeah. Thomas. Is driving the truck gives him this fucking look yeah. like, hey, yeah. we'll go check the shit out. And Travis like, yeah, let's fucking go. I don't know where the fuck we are anyway. The whole point is we explore. Yeah. And it turns out Travis found this dumb hole slash cave. Thomas, yes. Or yeah, Thomas, yeah. like yes. a fucking year ago. Right. And had already gone down there. Done had all the things. They'd measured scientific 
fucking yeah, instruments down there and stuff. Experienced like, cold wind, right. all the stupid yeah, stuff. Yeah, he went down with multiple people, yeah. and then and then he was like, some people heard voices down there, some yeah. people were like this, whatever. Yeah. So People got woozy, felt right. uneasy. This is. I feel like, though, when they finally were at the sinkhole, this is where the show finally finds its like it Starts flow. getting a little teeth and groove. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, it gets into its groove, because it's like, because then Travis Taylor goes down there to the end, because there's a smaller shaft hole. Yeah. The urethra of the sinkhole. Yeah. And he starts feeling fucking woozy. He feels like his, his knees, knees are going out. And he, he says, it feels like I got crazy low blood sugar all of a sudden. Like I'm worked out. Yeah. And, yeah. On, on no food, and now I'm fucking going to pass out. And that's the first, that's where he finally is like, oh shit, maybe some of this shit's kind of real, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And they keep jamming um, things in there. It's like, things are going high, low. They're right. like, oh, maybe a plume of something blew out because it right, went to right, like right. 600, then back to zero. Oh yeah, because so. they kind of debate whether it's safe to go in there. And the guy's yeah, yeah. like... There was a huge spike in deadly microwave energy, but then it completely went away. Yeah, and and like it was VOCs just and EMF. And yeah. I don't know. And not again, EMF, but like I like that they're testing all of these levels and that yeah. Travis Taylor, when he has his little talking head aside moments, he's kind of explaining things. He's making sure that everything's kind of grounded from his perspective. Because yeah, again, at the end of the day, he's an active, real scientist. Right. So he can't go he's, on some he's show. He's oddly the everyman of the show. He's the yeah. relatable one of the show. Well, and he can't go on the show and like start spouting a bunch of fucking dumb shit. Right. And be like laughing out at yeah. <laughs> by his actual colleagues and right. never get a fucking job in the government or right. as a scientist again. Because like, well, hey, remember when you're down there and you didn't prove that and didn't right. do this and didn't push for the scientific right. method here? Exactly, like, yeah. You just went with it and got all hokey and right. fucking jerked off dragon and fucking watched <laughs> him spray fire everywhere? Right. Like, fuck that dragon guy. I don't yeah. care if he's fake or not. That guy's a fucking piece of shit. He's so annoying. So fucking stupid. Anyone with this... And that's a self-imposed name, dragon. Like, oh, what of the course. Fuck? Yeah, yeah. Just fuck off, dude. <laughs> I, w- I would love... I If we could set up a UFC cage fight, I will fight dragon. <laughs> I will fucking kill him. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, because he, yeah. he also seems like he's a pussy. He seems like a thirteen-year-old Mormon kid's brain. Yeah, got put, got had a Kazam situation. Yeah, and now got put into like a big strong man's body. Yeah, because he has this childlike sense of altruism and right. protectivism. He's the and, classic like middle America stupid like. Right. I know I'm not smart enough for this, so I'm right. gonna overdo it and say it's right. my feelings are right. important and right. it's like what <laughs> right. no like just admit you're a fucking idiot right and these guys are smarter exactly yeah. he might not know how to operate that gun or drive your stupid little fucking polaris uh, four-wheeler <laughs> right but he probably does because those aren't that complicated but feel special for knowing how to do yeah, that yeah. but let him do the science stuff right dude. just get the fuck out of here make sure no one sneaks on the property right right do yeah that. Tra- do Travis that. Travis is always quote like not quote uh, he's always writing bitch in all of yeah. these he's always the passenger in these right, things right. too um, but uh, but yeah so uh, they don't go in the tiny little sinkhole which I was kind of like well fuck are they gonna you well know? I think they couldn't even fit necessarily because it, it was but a then tight but then later on they show them going in there and the okay. in the oh. coming up this season thing still yeah uh, but again I'm intrigued because yeah. because Travis Taylor is to his huge credit, forcibly keeping things grounded. Yeah. And I, I actually appreciate them. Well, again, I think he's probably getting really paid yes. by this guy to be like, hey, come in and tell these dumb fucks they're dumb. Exactly. Because they found some evidence, but it's been three years, and we just keep finding lights in the sky and this. Like, yeah. we want someone yeah. to come in and try to fucking prove us wrong. Yeah. Because well, then if you're pro- validate, Because then if we're proven right, it's going to be way more yeah. Yeah. validated to the public. So... Um, and and I think 
that fucking dragon dipshit has like poisoned the whole little group right with feelings exactly don't do that and and get hokey with it right and i think that boss man's like yeah that guy is cool he's good at security but I need someone to come in and push these fuckers right. and actually drive for results. Which Dragon simply was the alpha, and now his alphaness is being challenged. Right. Even though Travis Taylor's not trying to fucking challenge. And how many times yeah. in how many movies have we seen that shit? Right. The military you know? guy, quote unquote, right. being challenged by the outside. Exactly. Uh, what's it called the, when, you're not, when you don't work for the military? Civilian. Civilian. Yes, yeah. exactly. Or even like Jurassic Park, right. where. Dr. Ian Malcolm is flirting with uh, uh, Laura Dern's character, and then he's just like, oh, hey, I'm, I'm not trying to, like, are you yeah. guys together? And whatever. And he's like, yeah, well, we are. You know, yeah, kind yeah. of thing. But he's like, well, yeah. even or, Alan or Grant's getting jealous. Yeah. Independence is all yeah. that. Yes, yeah. exactly. So it's, it's yeah. But uh, we're um, going to blow the shit out of these guys right. with a new guy. Uh, uh, no, there's a, a virus. Right. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, but again, this—that's what makes this show feel like a weird uh, sci-fi action thriller or something. It's very yeah. strange, and I also have never seen anything quite like it because, as as we've said many times before, Jeremy Corbell's shit, his subject matter is very interesting. He himself is a fucking arrogant douchebag right. because he wants to be the center of attention yeah. when it's like you should, as a true documentarian, right. Your content right. should be the center. But he center. inserts himself completely as the fucking dickhead, cool hipster, yeah. uh, uh, beard wax cartoon logo yeah, guy. star fucker. You know, like, like and, and again, we've talked about how he was on the uh, that digital convention yeah. event, uh, the blue ribbon panel or whatever with Dave yeah. Foley and Ryan Sprague. Yeah, and trying to jerk off Dave Foley. Fuck. The <laughs> yeah. When we saw him at Alien Con, he had fucking... Um, Corey oh, Feldman yes. there. Yeah, yeah. It was like growing down with him. It's like <laughs> yeah. any fucking dumb B minus yep. celebrity yep. you're going to fucking try and jerk off to because yep. you want to be a celebrity. Way like, too many shots of him in his own Bob Lazar documentary yeah. with jeans, a tight v-neck, and bare feet or flip-flops. Yeah. And I wanted to in fucking his, kill like, him. Uh, fucking Palm Springs-esque yes. type. Loft wood. apartment thing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Fucking Coachella bullshit right. apartment. Oh, my God. The amount of times or he was house, like, whatever. David, David. Tell tell them about the text conversation we were having last week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, you fucking right, asshole. Right, right. Uh, this show is already way better and more informative than his fucking documentary anyway. Yeah, yeah. Because they all just fucking did a circle jerk couple nights. Yeah, yeah. Filmed it out there and had With that like British their, pop star guy. <laughs> yeah, again, some random dumb fucking celebrity yeah. no one gives a shit about. Millennium. His stupid fucking like poncho, no feet by the fire yes. or no shoes by of the course. fire. Yeah. And fucking acoustic guitars or something. Right. I don't know. It's just like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Uh,. But uh, and oh god, remember? I think it was the Bob Lazar one that fucking Mickey Rourke yeah, did would, the would do all those voiceovers of the yeah. interstitials, like the sky turns fucking. No, I'm Jonathan yeah. Brandenburg. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like the sky turns crimson when when your doubts get into your butthole. Yeah, and then your heart screams at your soul yeah, and yeah. says, "Butthole, get those doubts out and out." Whatever yeah, the Mickey fuck Rourke's it was. Mickey Rourke's like again a B minus celebrity, right? And he was in, if you want to see how much of a douchebag, because I've seen him in this, there's a documentary I'm about to say that then like lines up perfectly. It's called like Any Given Sunday or something. Oh, it's like a remake. Yes. Yeah. yeah. um, Where it's like all about motorcycle and and dirt bike culture. Yeah. Which is fine. But then Mickey works in it and he's in, there's a shop over on Seal Beach Boulevard Mm. and Mickey work makes an appearance because he's friends with the owner and this guy gets my bikes and just, you just get to see what a tool he is. Oh, yeah. 
And then that's like, oh, yeah, all these dumb people are just duping him right. into thinking what they're into is cool, and then he's cool for being into it right. and going to do him a favor by showing up in their fucking meanwhile, shop fucking, or their documentary or whatever. Right. Yeah. He fucking burnt. He was like the... He's like the Johnny Depp of the bad, the dark timeline. He fucking but burnt he his never, brain out. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He burnt his brain out with fucking meth and drugs and shit too yeah. early in his career. Got a bunch of weird plastic surgery on yeah. his face. Took a bunch of weird roles. Exactly. Yeah. Where it's, like yeah. his last good role was probably the wrestler. Like he was good in Sin City, and that was his big and then comeback. Good though. in wrestler, right? And then yeah, but and then he never had a back to come after that comeback. <laughs> Except for being the bad guy in Iron Man Two, the Russian whip, oh, the whip, sorry. the laser. You're right. But even that right. role sucked, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, a big role, but it sucked. So again, that was his like mini timeline. Yeah. resurgence was Sin City, Wrestler, exactly. Iron Man Two, and then back to nothing. Yeah, he had like a seven year resurgence, and then yeah. whatever. So, um, but uh, oh yeah, so Travis Taylor gets all woozy, whatever. They kind of bail on that experiment because Travis is finally like, oh shit, I didn't believe anything would happen, and now that's a lot of weird shit. The the second episode, the kind of climax of it is setting up this overnight um, experiment on where they're gonna observe the Skinwalker Ridge kind of canyon wall. There's a lot of shit that happens on the horizon line on the peaks of this ridge. Yeah, yeah. There's weird lights that go over it. Uh, the ridge seems to be really important for a lot of the surveillance footage because it gives people depth. You can either see if something goes in front of the rocks, behind yeah, the yeah. rocks, whatever. Um, they've captured a lot of weird. Lights going behind or yeah. flashing behind it, no, whatever. Car sales right. happening back. Yeah, there. beams of light coming from seemingly from the ground up to the clouds, right, which right would there. Be like a promotional spotlight, but they're saying no because it's not right. twirling and there's nothing out. And there. there's nothing. It's all just dead land yeah. out there. So, um, also we failed to mention if you haven't seen the show or don't know about Skinwalker Ranch, this land was supposedly cursed by Navajo Indians who were kind of enslaved a lot by the Ute Indians, and well, the Nav- they, because. The Navajo, Navajo were fighting the U.S. Right. And the Utes partnered with the U.S. Right. Right. So, so they took they, him as war criminals exactly. a lot. Well, yeah, and they just were fucked. They were basically war fighting criminal. the Navajo they were with the white man <laughs> yes. instead of protecting the land. And so the Navajo cursed the land to have skinwalkers roam it, which are yeah. these evil beings. Or they would, in some, some, uh, uh, tribes it would just be the shaman would kind of do a ritual to almost become a skinwalker for a night and terror and then whatever yeah it's kind of like a native american version of a werewolf yeah exactly like they're these dudes that walk around but then they morph into these weird beasts yeah they can basically they can basically turn into Uh, humanoid animals and fuck shit up so um but um anyway so they're they got a fucking laser beam going on the side of the mountain there of the ridge they got because again they want with the laser to know where they're filming and right. where exactly the action's happening. Right. Because, like, oh, if the laser's hitting on this part, yeah. then we know it's left, right, up, down. You know, exactly. It helps triangulate it's a, reference point. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And so they have, like, they have, again, all the kind of paranormal stuff. They have infrared cameras. They have thermal cameras. They have night vision cameras. To my wife's point, it's it looks like a beautiful 4K image. And as soon as it goes to night vision, it's, like, fucking 340p again. It's, like, what the fuck? Why can we not... Why does this filter require the resolution to completely die? It's so strange. Well, because it's not picking up light. It's picking up other I know, but you think, again, with night vision being the same green fucking vision we've seen since the 80s, how has that not gotten better over time? I think they just don't invest in it. I guess, yeah. Got to go find more coasts. (laughs) Um, But... um, Anyway, and I guess most night vision is used for fucking military personnel. It's not popping heads. Hey, let's let's 
start with the movie industry and film right. something in night vision, and then that yeah. can trickle down to your fucking TV and dumb phone. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Like, why don't I have night vision in my phone? Right. Right. I yeah. just don't. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> it's not cheap enough. I was trying to make that into like X-ray vision, where you can look at yeah, girls' boobs exactly. at night or something. Yeah. I don't know. Fart vision. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, so as they're looking at this mountain, uh, it's it's a very consistent phenomenon happens where light just starts flashing. Yeah. As if something is like as if there's a giant strobe behind the mountain flashing up at the clouds. Uh, on on the night vision, they see a, a again a beam of light kind of picture like show up for a few seconds and go away, then show up for a few seconds go away. Um, and then that's kind of all that happens. I mean, the laser goes out. So there's the, the big thing was the laser. Yeah, the laser dies. Well, before that, the laser was showing two dots. Oh yeah, and showing like, a reflective. Why is it surface. doing dots? Why is it doing this? Why? Yeah, so yeah. that was like the bulk of the night. Yeah, was yeah. them fucking around with this dumb laser. Because then they walked all the way over to the mountain. Right. Because he's like, why is it reflecting? Let's walk to the mountain. Let's yeah. kill all of our lights. Oh, there's these little, weird little white discs on the ground. Right. Right. What is this? I don't know. Maybe it's reflecting. And as soon as they get up there to turn off their headlights and right. start figuring. It to out test the laser right thing. next to the green laser. Right, right. The green laser dies. Right, and they're like, nothing's and wrong with it. I yeah, replace the Thomas batteries. goes up Those and checks it. Batteries. It's on like a mount, like a treehouse yeah, mount. It's like thing. a handheld laser. I thought it was like a big fucking I know. plugged in. It thing, looks like a mag light or something. Exactly. But he's like, no, I fucking replace these batteries just for tonight. There's no yeah. way this could malfunction like that. Blah blah blah. So that does go. It does feed into the narrative that most that that Robert Bigelow, the Nids crew. And everyone, they've all said there is a uh, Skinwalker Ranch is a big weird flex, but okay. Yeah. Basically, it's like, hey, I know what you're trying to fucking do, and I'm gonna show you. I'm not gonna let you. Right, right. You know, like the ranch is just like you're gonna try to test. You're gonna try to get hardcore evidence right now. Yeah. Nope. You can go fuck That's yourself. That's what I'm gonna. Yeah. You shut know? you down. So there's some sort of weird sentience or consciousness with this whole phenomenon, to too. Yeah. Right? So, uh, again, again that's these power sucks. So, again, is it the magnetism? Yeah. Is it the, the radioactive? Dude. Because I, I right. maybe you should do some research, but I don't know if radioactive shit just drains batteries. Yeah, I don't know. You know potentially. I'm assuming it affects electromagnetism, too, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, so they're up there, and then they're, they, they end up walking back to their little base, literally their little base camp. Yeah. And... The one dude Thomas starts getting head pain again on the back of his head, right? And he's throbbing and he's freaking out. Well, not, he's not freaking out, but then Dragon is kind of freaking out. And now Travis Taylor is like, "Oh shit, man, we got to get you the fuck out of here and to an ER or whatever." Yeah. And so the episode kind of ends with the the cliffhanger of "Is Thomas going to be okay?" kind yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah. So um, now when he is in their research center, um, so probably I don't know. Some short amount of time after they leave the little camp, mm-hmm. and they're and Travis is in there saying, "Get to the fucking ER right now. Get in a car right now and go." Um, they're, they're they're testing where there's the fluid sack, and it's in a similar spot. It's a little lower, but it was bigger when he was outside, and then he says it's more acute now when he's there. So it's yeah. almost like a proximity thing. Maybe when he was digging, cute. <laughs> maybe when he was digging, he stayed out there for hours and just let it fester, whatever was yeah. affecting it or something. I don't know, but. Um, it ends with him being taken to the ER and Travis Taylor basically saying, fuck, dude, this is this is actually a crazy place. You right, know, right, so right. Um, again, it made me want to watch more of it. We just yeah, didn't want to yeah, watch yeah. the whole fucking thing right. tonight. But um, but uh, it's a very unique show. It only has a five point nine out of ten star rating on IMDb. 
Um, which I wouldn't agree with, unless that's people that watch the end of it, and then it's like Oak Island, or where they don't find anything. And whatever people people aren't as juiced up on the ancient astronaut world, right? <laughs> um, but I like it because it is a mix of everything we kind of like. It's yeah. paranormal, it's aliens, it's it's science, yeah. it's meta it's, uh, it's physical ancient stuff. Alien caricatures who we've seen speak Ex- yeah. exactly right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. There's the meta connection of the shows yeah. with the a production. grounded person, right? It's the not most the Sooks going out there with a big fucking boner and like right. cross eyes, like mm, that's great, right? Yeah, because like. Travis Taylor and Rami Ramani are probably the two most grounded people, yeah. but Rami comes in second because he's still an Egyptologist who's still yeah. all about religion Rooted and stuff like that. Extent, so, yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, nine inch dicks, whatever. Yeah, nine inches is fine. Uh, but uh, but yeah, like I mean, if you haven't seen the show, I would definitely watch it. It is again, I was laughing a lot just yeah. because of the editing and the energy that they create in the yeah. show. And again, if it's fake or not, I don't know, but yeah. they make all those fucking people look like retards, right? And, that, and that, Travis Taylor, like yes. What the fuck? Like, right. how are you guys being paid to be here right now? It, yeah, you get the whole vibe of the show is that Travis Taylor's the only sane man. He's been dropped into an asylum. Yeah, you know, and so, um, and yeah, and then and then you throw in that kind of a team um, vibe where each person has their own expertise. Yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. so uh, I'm the face man, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> where's my cigar? <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It was it was super fun, and it went by yeah. pretty fast. The two yeah. episodes too. Yeah. So. Highly recommend, I would think. Um, and I'm intrigued to watch. I'm intrigued to watch the rest too. Yeah, so. yeah for sure. Um, I I want to watch it with my wife too. I mean, we can watch the rest separately. That's but I also I don't want to watch the first two again. You know what I mean? Well, so tell I don't her know. to watch them. Catch. I it. could do. Yes, yeah. I could do that too. But um, yeah. Other than that, uh, yeah, we're gonna wrap it up. Thanks for supporting Sporting us as, as always. We super appreciate it. it. Uh, extra appreciate our galactic daddies. That's just insane. And um, yeah, we're all brandy dandies. I can't remember what his name or what their name. Uh, as above, so belayed. I think O'Brandy came up with something different. I don't know what to do. I forgot. Uh, and then welcome to uh, Xavier Murtaugh. We appreciate you. Yeah, me too. Uh, make sure you jump off that that nitroglycerin toilet into the steel tub. Yeah, with with rigs so that you survive the bomb blast. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah.